the good buddies anime podcast i am your good buddy roger and i am your good buddy brandon and brandon what are, what are we bringing down today today we're gonna talk about four whole episodes of my hero academia now we are talking about the dubs yep just the dubs yep but so uh, that's what we're keeping up with that way any of our dub watchers or listeners uh that are tuning in you know they don't get any spoilers or anything yeah yeah we don't want to we don't want to leave Gotta maximize out. that playtime, dude I will say, <laughs> I will say that I did end up uh, watching a couple episodes of the sub. Yeah, cause... I watched the first few seasons in sub. Yeah, I watched them in dub and sub. Uh, I watched them in dub at home with my girlfriend, and then whenever I, I was working at King's Landing, I put it on up there, mm-hmm. and I put it in subs because you can't hear crap in there anyway. Yeah, for man. The most part, it's got to read it. So, uh... but yeah, man, that's what we're up to. But uh, let me ask you a little question, bud. What have you been watching? Dude, well, first we'll go ahead and say this: we uh, we had us a little meeting this week. Has little good buddy get together. Yeah, we had we had a, quite a few good buddies come out to come hang out with us and watch that My Hero Academia movie. Yeah, which uh, we will be talking about two heroes in a little bit. In a little bit, we're gonna talk about that on this episode in just a little bit. Uh, but I watched that, and thank you to all the good buddies that came out and hung out with us and watched the movie. It was a I great hope time. Everybody enjoyed it. We, I know that we did. I had tons of fun. It was great. That was man. the most fun I've had in a long time. We fucked around in the little arcade there yeah. for a while. That was a good time. They had four player Pac Man, and I whooped your that was, ass. That was literally the best game there. That was, was very Pac Man. Yeah. yeah. I kind of want to go back just for four yeah, player Pac Man. I think that uh, maybe maybe we're going to have to find, They're doing those Ghibli movies over there. Mm. Maybe, maybe we can do one of those in a month or two, and then we'll hit up that Pac Man machine again. Nice, dude. Uh, but I watched my, my episode of Asabi Asabase. Mm hmm. Or however you say that damn name. Mm-hmm. Um, God, they... Did you watch it? Yeah, dude. It oh my god, that great. baby episode. <laughs> that baby was fucking weird. Uh, oh my god, dude, that baby is about to freaking kill me, it dude. He got like the most serious face when, uh, when uh, what's her name, Hanukkah was holding it, and he just goes, <sighs> flat. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's uh, the blonde girl? Olivia. Olivia, yeah. She she held him and he goes, Spicy Yeah. <laughs> Apparently she smells bad. That's they just keep <laughs> she saying smells it. Smells spicy, dude. She got them spicy armpits. Oh my Gross. god. Oh god, it was so great. Uh but I watched that. Um I watched of course Hanibato. Yeah. It's pretty I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was good. I don't know what we're winding down into, but the next episode is definitely the last, so Yeah, yeah, it should be. We will see how it goes. I have a feeling, I have a feeling that it's going to leave me pretty happy with one thing. All right. I don't know if you want to talk about that or not, <laughs> but... You can't go into details. Okay. Well, I didn't read anything. I don't know for sure, but mm-hmm. I have a feeling that somebody's going to win that I want them to win. I mean, maybe. Yeah, we'll see what happens. If they don't win, I'll be very disappointed with the whole series. I'll be like, it's crap. It's garbage. I ate it. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> You'll get over it. 
Uh, caught the new episode of MHA, of course. Of the course. The new Pooley Cooley, of, of course. Of course. Uh, I actually really, really like this episode of uh, Fooly Cooley, too. Yeah, I, I'm really... I'm I think really, it was my favorite of the bunch. I'm really, really enjoying this this particular series of uh, Fooly Cooley, I yeah. gotta say. This one really... This was the first one that I complained over the past few that it just didn't have that fooly cooly flair to it. Mm. It didn't have that vibe, that feeling that similar to what the first season had. Was it that the, the second was, one tried too hard to get? Was it the freestyle that got you, bud? It was not the freestyle, but that was great. <laughs> it was just, it was just the overall feeling. I think it finally kind of captured that feeling at least this once. Mm-hmm. It got it for me, and I really like, really, really like that episode, and I can't wait to talk about it. And then outside of that, I feel like oh, I watched some Super. I watched some more Super. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. I finished cool. up. Uh, finished up Goku Black. I had to. You were streaming freaking. Uh, streaming some fighters. Yeah, and now I'm headed. I was heading to. I guess it's a bunch of one shots right after Goku Black. Nah. But there were some good episodes in there. But yeah, I, That's I cool, checked all man. that out. What have you been watching, buddy? You know, not a whole hell of a lot. I did catch up on my stuffs. Uh. Uh, did uh, as you did watch new MHA, watched new uh, Hanibado, which I thought was pretty great. Watched new Asobi Asobase, uh, new uh, Cells at Work. Uh, got a little. I need to get on that show. That show's really fun. It's really really fun. It's it's like definitely like you know like oh look here's how shit works. It's like teaching you shit, but it's also just very enjoyable. Um. I will say that this this was like the second last one. Next one, I, I believe, is going to be it's part two of this particular little arc. And boy, oh boy, it's getting it's getting a little wild. Uh, which is which is something because as I mentioned in a previous episode, one of the episodes dealt with fucking cancer. So mm-hmm. the fact that it managed to you know raise some stakes, eh, okay. I don't know how you did that show, but great job. I'm enjoying it. I like it a lot. It's a lot of fun. Um. Beyond that, though, sometimes miracles happen. As I did say, I talked about the. Uh, I, I would. I did watch. Uh, so we're up to like right now as we're recording. Episode sixty is out in the dub of MHA. On the sub, they're up to sixty-two. I did go ahead and just watch those two because. Man, I and I haven't. To... I haven't been skipping ahead because of the podcast, and now yeah. I know Brandon did it. There ain't no holding me back. Don't do it, man. I can't. I can't do it, dude. I will. No, I know you were you were my you were my wall, dude. You were my know. rock. You can't. You were my Dwayne baby, Johnson. You, you you can't rely on me for nothing. I will and let the you down. Gates are open. I will let you down. I will make you hurt. All right. <laughs> I'll hurt myself. <laughs> but no, I'm really I'm enjoying the show a lot. I mostly, uh, even though I did that, I'm gonna I might just not do it again because I watched those two, and then I was like, okay, that was really great, but also, I really cannot wait for tomorrow when y'all listen to this if you're listening to it on saturday uh then the new episode is gonna be out and you can watch it right now yeah or if you're on youtube on sunday that's episode 61 that shit i really can't wait to see that shit in the dub because i think it's gonna be really good there were some there were some particularly like gut-wrenching lines in there that i was like oh i want to see how he does that Clifford, don't let me down. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's good stuff. But yeah, I haven't been watching a whole hell of a lot of else other than that. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's talk about what we're here to talk about, okay. shall we? Well, before we get into it, let me make a couple of apologies. The first apology is oh boy. is these dogs are going crazy outside, and I know it's driving me crazy. And maybe nobody else hears it or notices it. But if you do notice it, I am sorry. I can't stop them dogs. 
But I'm legit about to buy a bunch of foam for my room to kind of dampen the sound. You're just starting up with the dogs. And second, and second, I'm much more tolerant to my uh, muscle relaxer by now. (laughs) And and I no longer get those spaced out effects. So uh, sorry for last week, guys. Hey, you were present. Kind of. I was, okay. That was the most boring episode that I've ever done on dude, my part. N- on. Not on you. You were entertaining. Don't put yourself down like that. But it was it was bad, dude, because that muscle relaxer had me over here like, um, what's like common R. I was like, uh, <laughs> had my thumbs up. Oh no, had that sad Tama face. Yeah. Oh no. All, All right. right. Well, are so we getting into it? We're getting into it. We're gonna do episodes 57, 59, and sixty, and, and then, then we're, we're gonna, gonna fifty eight. So because that one was movie. that was a special episode that kind of leads into the movie. Yeah, it was so just we'll a big commercial for the movie. All right, well let's uh, let's start it up with fifty seven. Fifty seven rescue exercises. All right, and if you were paying attention a couple a few weeks ago, you know that this one's gonna of course start out exactly the way the last one ended. Uh, buildings of the zones and stuff of the training ground exploding, crumbling, and all these potential heroes need to get out there and find them some bystanders. It's a rescue mission. Uh, Haga, Kure, and uh, Momo actually explain what bystanders are to Mineta and Kaminari because they're fucking dummies. You know what a bystander is? What the hell? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they they do that, and then um. As they're as they're standing there watching this, some of the students actually notice that are people on the screen, kids and old folks, and they are revealed to be the Help Us Company or Huck, uh, which are a group of specially trained actors for such training exercises. One of them in the as they're watching, you are covering up the microphone. I can't help it, dude. They are going crazier than normal out there. You have to admit. Be quiet for a second. Let me see if I can see the thing bouncing. The tiniest little bubbles, like no one's hearing that. It's okay. Okay, okay. I'm I'm buying. You'll foam, be good fine buddies. as long as you're foam. as long as you're talking or I'm talking. Yeah. They ain't gonna hear nothing. I'm, I'm breaking the bank, but good buddies. I'm buying the foam. <laughs> All right, chill out, dude. But yeah, these uh one of the one of the uh old people from Huck actually like hold like they they're all like bleeding and shit, and he holds up like a thing that says blood on it it's like fake blood mm-hmm. so it's costume but yeah they uh everyone's kind of freaked out but they realize they're act- uh, actors and whatnot mira explains the uh point system although he doesn't go in depth there's a couple points in throughout these episodes that they they give you a little more information but they don't get the full layout of how the points actually worked until the end but basically if uh, everyone, everyone who's out there, if they have more points than the benchmark, uh, a certain level at the end of this, then they pass. Otherwise, they fail. Pretty fucking cut and dry. Pretty straightforward. Did they tell them what the the? They did not. They don't off? tell okay. them. They don't tell them the benchmark or anything like that. They don't. They don't go into detail until later. But uh, Midori and Ida actually uh, are watching this, and they say, "Man, it looks a lot. It looks familiar, like Camino Ward." And uh, I think uh, Ida says back then our only goal was to rescue rescue Bakugo, and you may recall there were many casualties. Uh, to which Midoriya says, "Not this time." Just pretty, pretty intense. My, my yeah. boy's getting serious. Uh, so this is, I mean, this is the part you definitely want to talk about. Seto walks over to Mineta and Kaminari and says uh, <laughs> he's got some juicy <laughs> gossip, and Mineta's like, "What's it rated? Triple X? Go on." <laughs> It's so good. I hate this kid. That beautiful boy with the sticky, sticky balls. I, hate I it. love him. Anyway, love he says, him. "Uh, 
He says the girl over there in the cat in the bodysuit from Shinketsu, and he's uh, Medez just like, if you're gonna think she's hot, I'm way ahead of you. Had my eye on her since we first crossed paths. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, dude, he's been looking at her the whole time, Chill. and they're about to spill the beans on our boy Midoriya. But Seto tells, uh, yeah, well, it tells it tells them that. Uh, she was a par- he he ran up on him and found that she was hiding in some rocks with Midoriya and she was quote buck naked, which is not how you say that. You have to say buck naked. That's I like to say buck naked. Buck naked. I like to put an A in there. Buck naked. Buck naked. We're about to get buck naked in this bitch. Buck naked. I like to throw a Y in there in the naked. Naked. <laughs> naked. Anyway. <laughs> buck naked. Uh, the two of them, uh, friggin' Kaminari and Mineta, just snap. They confront uh, Deco faces immediately. Faces are great through this whole thing. Too. I really, yeah, I really like this part. Uh, they're all up in his face. What, what were you doing out there? What kind of salacious activities? Uh, Kaminari says, uh, "Was this entire test just a joke to you?" And Kami actually looks over and sees him, uh, catches their stares, and she just huh, and does like a really casual wave at Midoriya, and then they both flip out again, and Mineta. I wrote down this this quote because God damn it was so funny. This mm. casual greeting expa- exchange between a man and a woman whose sexual relationship has advanced several bases. <laughs> and then Kaminari <laughs> says, just how plus ultra did you end up going with? Yeah. How <laughs> so plus good. ultra did you go? That's pretty great. It was great, dude. I still I, hate these I kids. Freaking, I freaking love. You know, it, it's funny because he's with uh, Sarah right now, but. Uh, in the movie, which we'll talk about in a little bit, it's it's Mineta and Kaminari mm-hmm. doing the. Well, no, this is Kaminari saying this bit. Is it Kaminari? Yeah, it's Kaminari. Okay. Se- Se- uh, Sero just went over there. Seto or whatever his name is just went over there and told them, like, dude, check this out. Oh, okay, you are right. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. It's Kaminari. It's always like Mineta and Kaminari yeah. that are, you know, they're definitely up. Then what I was trying to say is they're definitely up to to the same old games in the movie. And it's these great. fucking fucking dinks. Um. But yeah, Midoriya tries to explain, but they look over. She just keeps on waving, and the dudes just keep on freaking out. <laughs> Meanwhile, Uraraka looks on. She's she looks kind of bummed out, maybe. Um, and then uh, Mora, the hairball guy, you don't know his name's Mora yet, but the fuzzy boy cousin it walks over, and uh, con- uh, goes to Bakugo and apologizes for uh, Shishikura, his uh, his cool classmate. Ass eyes too. I really like that dude, man. He's cool. Uh, he says that he wants to build a good relationship between their schools, and he apologizes that Shishikura like definitely got all up in his face yeah, and whatnot. That was meatball boy. Yeah, that fucking meatball boy. Um, Todoroki overhears this uh, and remembers uh, Yorashi giving him that uh, the giving him the hairy eyeball earlier, which I didn't mean to use that term, but yeah, Mora's got like one big hairy eyeball. Anyway, yeah, he's got a cool eye. Uh, he he walks over to Yorashi and asks if he offended him and. Yorashi uh, gets all like really stern and he's like, Oh, did I hurt your feelings, son of Endeavor? Says, Called it. I mean, kind of, you I did. Called it. You kind of called it. I told you it had something to do with Endeavor. Well, for sure it has something to do with yeah. Endeavor. But uh, he says he, hate, uh, he hates them both. And although he has changed a bit since they last, since they first met, he still has his father's eyes. And of course, that. You know, Todoroki's a pissed off at that because he wants nothing to do with his father. He hates his father. I'm nothing like him. Eh, you kind of, eh. but uh, yeah, it's a it's a pretty serious scene. Uh, Kami then tells Deku that she'll see him out there as they as as they wander off, and uh, of course the dudes freak out again. Uh, Uraraka tightens up a little bit. Says uh, she she 
has an internal monologue where she says she feels flustered. Why do I feel so flustered? Looking at Kami and then looking at Deku. And she walks over and like tries to say something to Midoriya, but a bell uh, sounds before she can and the test begins. Uh, most of 1A, as everyone's bursting out of this freaking building, again, the freaking building like collapses around them. And like someone actually says, what is with these transitions or something? What's with these buildings? Um, but yeah, the thing falls apart. Everybody takes off, uh, to go find some bystanders and save some, you know, old people and children. Uh, most of 1A is going for the urban area. Bakugo runs off on his own, but of course, Kaminari and Kirishima follow him. Uh, Midoriya stops, uh, when he hears the sound of what, what he sounds like a kid crying and he runs off to find this child weeping and saying that his grandpa has been crushed. And Midoriya says, oh man, this looks bad. What's happening? And the kid just pops his head up. He looks like like a grown ass dude, but he's like tiny and dressed like a kid. He goes, "This looks bad. That's points off your score." And he goes on to explain how heroes need to be able to assess a situation at a glance. Look at me, my head's bleeding. Aren't I breathing funny? You should be known. You should know what's going you know, on and here. It's kind of. It actually is kind of good advice for. It some is very good advice. Yeah. yeah, because you know, like, so there are words that you can say whenever you know you make a situation. Mm worse by oh yeah for sure it's like uh not the last time i went and got my eyes examined but the time before that i had a little old lady that did it Mm -hmm. and she's very sweet um and i was having oh no i think she was too sweet and that was the problem um i i just had finished wearing contacts i was i was about done with it my Mm -hmm. eyes were were kind of over contacts Mm -hmm. and i went to go get my eyes checked and this lady kept saying you poor thing you poor baby you poor thing and you were like no wonder no wonder you can't see that well oh no stuff like that like i don't want to hear that (laughs) well yeah you're right you're absolutely right and that's exactly what this guy ends up telling him yeah whenever you go into a situation there's like a collapsed building you say this looks bad it's like, hey, motherfucker, you're supposed to be saving us. Like, help out. That's that's actually the next thing he goes into. He says, most importantly, you need to be assuring someone in need of rescue is having the worst day of their life. This looks bad. Saying it like that, you're only going to exacerbate it. You need to like... And Midoriya mm-hmm. remembers All Might and his uh, how he's always got that smile. Because I am here. Like, that shit. And so he snaps out of it uh, and takes the grabs the boy and says, it's going to be okay. Let's go. Uh... I'm, I'm going to rescue, I promise. And he runs off to a triage station. Everybody else splits up. Uraraka stands there for a bit. As he's running away with this kid and Uraraka's watching him, he says something like, I'm going to save you, I promise. And the and the the freaking Huck person is just like, shut up, which is pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that line. But uh, Uraraka says she she feels some this buzz in her chest or something. And uh, she appears to have some kind of uh, feelings for Midoriya like she remembers uh Aoyama being like is it because you like him and like all the girls like you know messing with her and whatnot Ooh, you got a crush and uh she also remembers uh Toga the freaky uh discount Harley Quinn uh saying you're just like me you've got a crush on someone and I bet you want to be just like that special person too and uh Uraka stands there but she 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 like resolves herself and she says, no, I'm going to put these feelings away and focus on working just as hard as he does, which I like that. That was very nice. We then get a little, uh, scene with Mira. Um, the dude, the sleepy boy who's overseeing all this stuff. He says, uh, he has a brief, uh, monologue there and he's talking about how, you know, um, 
the ki- uh, these these potential heroes are out there doing pretty good so far, but how are they going to handle it when things uh, go crazy? What's a test without a few surprises? I hope they didn't expect things to be so straightforward. And we actually see a brief scene of someone, this shadowy figure, walking through a hallway. Uh, then we go to break. Back from the break. Yuarashi, who calls himself Gale Force, that's his hero name, uses his wind to save an old man and an old man baby. It's literally like a very old man wearing like a bonnet and a onesie, which was very funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, uh, at, while this is happening, he's uh, he's uh, the old man who's being he's lifting these two like bystanders and also all this rubble around them at the same time and swirling them around. And he, the old man, t- talks about uh, in his little inner monologue how his control is amazing. Like this would be very risky, but he's nailing it. He'd, like the debris is nowhere near them; they're completely safe. Uh, but he says, "But it's still reckless." Uh, points off your score, and Yorashi's like. Bleh! And he like, uh, Mora, uh, Furball comes over and says, "Hey, you know, great job, but also you need to make sure you know the condition of someone before moving it. You moving them, you might make it worse, which is very true. If someone's been injured, you don't just start moving them. They might have like, you know, a broken neck or something, mm-hmm. and you just end up straight up killing them. So, good advice. He uh, floats them down and like grabs them and starts walking them away, and the old man's just like reckless again, which is really great." Uh, in the stands, Shishikura is critique, critiques Yorashi and his their cowardly, very cowardly looking teacher who we know nothing about. But man, he looks like a real scaredy pants. Like he's just constantly nervous. I don't know what this dude's deal is. Uh, he said uh, he while Shishikura is critiquing Yorashi, he says, "Well, you know, you're the one who failed already, right?" <laughs> just yeah, just pretty good. Uh. He also says that you may have, uh, he also tells Shishikura that, you know, you're always so gung-ho about your beliefs and whatnot. You may have been influenced by Stain a bit. And he's like, what? How, how dare you? Me influenced by a villain? He's like, no, no, no. Like, think about it, man. Like, what? His, while his methods were wrong, like a lot of what he said was right. Hero reform and etiquette is one thing, but hate, if you let your hate take over, that can impair your judgment. Like, that's what happened to him. Don't let yeah. it happen to you, dude. Which... Good advice. Yep. Good stuff. Anyway, back on the field, 1A is working to rescue people, uh, find that most of them are just standing around. They end up splitting up, moving out, even assisting people from other schools. Uh, Notably, there's one guy who's like got some kind of eyeball power, and he's trying to look for people under this wreckage, but he can't see anything because it's too dark. So Aoyama zips over there and is like, let my twinkling help you. It's like, hell yeah, dude. My twinkly boy. (laughs) My twinkly boy. My beautiful trickly boy. I live to twinkle another day. Yeah, man. There was also a bit where Uraraka was going to try to like lift the wreckage off of this dude. But uh, Momo stops her and says, no, no, no. If you just go doing that all willy nilly, then you might it might collapse and hurt somebody. So Saro and like a sugar rush boy end up like, you know, strengthening stuff and making sure everything's held together before she starts lifting pieces. And like she almost lost a bunch of points. The dude who was trapped in there says, but she didn't. It's good stuff. Um, in the mountainous region, we see Bakugo, uh, and Kirishima and, uh, Kaminari, obviously, and they're walking along, and there's these two people down there who are like, oh, my arm hurts real bad, and Bakugo just screams at them, help yourselves, you dumbasses, or something like that, I don't, I don't remember he said dumbass, he might have, but, uh, and every, and the other two are like, hey, dude, maybe you shouldn't be so mean, and they're like, well, we are actually low priority, but... You know, we're not hurt that much. Do you think he knew that? 
is like they he al- they almost played off, but then it was like, but his tone was still really really angry. Points off, and he's like, yeah. what? He gets all pissed. Yeah, they uh, thought they. It, it was great because they thought that it might be on purpose, but yeah. it's just Bakugo. But all, yeah, and at that point, you know, you're like, you're like. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe he realized that because if they're just saying my arm hurts, you don't know. He certainly did not. Either, I don't know. He was know. just an ass, dude. I don't know, dude. My That's dude, Bakugo. my dude sees things. That everyone else doesn't, man. He's constantly thinking. That's the thing. Like that's 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 the same reason. That's the same reasoning that like the villains had before. They were like, oh, this guy's angry. This guy's a jackass. We can convert him. Nah, dude. He's trying to be a hero more than anybody. He knows his shit. So like, part of me is like, no. I think maybe he did realize that. He also was very inappropriate in how he voiced that, and that's why he lost the points. Yeah. I'm not convinced he didn't realize it. But either way. He still lost the points. I think for if being he did realize it, they would have made a bigger deal out of it. Maybe, but maybe. I think he's just being Bakugo. Maybe. And at that point, you realize, how the hell is he going to pass this test? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh, so all of that's going on. Todoroki Asui and Hagakuri are helping people down at the river. Um, Midoriya gets the board of the medical station, and then we see again that dark figure standing in a in a hallway behind one wall of the stadium. It explodes. It's another villain attack. Gang Orca. He's just a real badass. I freaking love him, dude. I, I was really glad that I we got to see this dude him. again. Because, like, I saw him before, like, when they were fighting, like, uh, the villains and whatnot. And I was like, man, that guy looks cool. What's his deal? He's a fucking killer whale. Uh, Yeah. He's like Spider-Man. Spider-Man can do anything a spider can. Well, this guy can do anything an orca can. Yeah. <laughs> and also he does whatever a frog can. And also he looks really fucking cool. He does look really good. He's like a, he's called Gang Orca. He does in fact look like a big ass gangster, but with like a fucking orca head with a big like dorsal fin on the top of him. And then like this, uh, what looks kind of like a cape, but it's like a big tail yeah, fin it's, coming it's off the back of him. It's a flowing tail fin. It's, yeah, it's so fucking cool. I really like this dude. Uh, and he does like he literally dresses like the goddamn kingpin. Like he's got a big yeah. white suit and like a big ass tie. He's got like the, the his eyes are like all sunken in the the white yeah, area is all sunken in. He's got a little red eyeball. It's fucking cool oh, it's looking. Cool. Uh, he is the tenth ranked pro hero and third ranked hero that looks like they should be a villain. Mira says, <laughs> which accurate. He looks scary. Uh, so now everybody's got to fight while also rescuing at the same time. That's that episode. We're gonna skip fifty eight. We'll come back to that in episode 59. What's the big idea? It was a big idea. Hey, hey. I'm heroing here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, 59. Uh, before we get back to the action, we see the test designers discussing the test. In the past, focus was on individuals, like, you know, who's most powerful, how, who who's best suited for these situations. But now the focus is more on teamwork, and you, they, they talk about how, well... All Might is out of the picture for the for now and you know apparently permanently Endeavor is no replacement for him he's just not as charismatic and people don't like him as much so rather than make one charismatic hero the face of all, uh, face of crime stopping the plan is to fill the gap with an army of heroes who work together and value camaraderie and teamwork uh, and then we get back into the actual action gang orcas attack everyone uh, oh, we also get a little bit more information about the scoring here. Uh, Mira explains a little bit. He says, every, apparently, everyone starts at 100 points. And Huck and these people in the stands are grading them constantly. And when they, whenever they mess up or do something wrong or they're just not doing something they should be doing, they lose points. 
which we know uh, there's a certain benchmark. And he says if they fall below 50, they're out. Uh, and that's where we get that information. Uh, so then we see gang Orca and his gang running, uh, and his men, his henchmen running toward the medical unit. Uh, Shindo, the earthquake guy from the, uh, Ketsubutsu school, he hits the, uh, well, earthquake guy vibration. So, but mostly we see him good doing that vibrations. in the ground. He's picking up good vibration. Excitation. All right. Could only do that cause the dog stopped barking. And now that I've said yeah. that, they'll start again. Maybe they're taking a nap. All right. But, uh, yeah, that dude uh, does a big old earthquake attack, manages to take out most. He he hits all of the uh, henchmen, but we see him again later. So, like, they got back up. But he he manages to stall them for a second anyway. Uh, but what ends up, uh, the gang orca gets all up in his face and he's like, what, seriously, just one guy uh, as a rear guard? That ain't going to work. And just blast him with this sonic shockwave thing. Uh, and then he starts to move forward. But right as he's about to continue his attack, Todoroki just slams him with a wall of ice, which he immediately turns toward and does his sonic blast again. Uh, and it's just like destroying the ice right as it gets to him. They're like just a wall of sound, wall of ice, and they're just slamming into each other. It's pretty cool looking. Uh, but this is where we get a little bit of a description of Gang Orca's whole thing. Uh, he can do whatever an orca can. His main mode of attack and everything seems to be using a like high-pitched sonic blast thing that like can destroy things and or paralyze enemies. Which is a thing orcas do. They do a big and like and also either stun the guy you or just freak looks you like out. he's he can probably, you know, throw fists, dude. Yeah, he fuck you up. He'd throw a fucking potato at you. <laughs> throw is, a potato. Is that what we're calling it now? Yeah. Big old potato. <laughs> fuck you, dude. Uh anyway. Old potatoes. <laughs> Stupid. Uh Yorashi shows up and blows the henchmen and ice away. Uh Deku and the others get the wounded to safety. And now it's Icy Hot and M. Bison showing down against uh, against freaking Gang Orca. And at first, everyone's like, uh, people in the stands and uh, Mira and everybody, they're like, hell yeah, they got like the two people who are best suited to handle this situation up front. This is great. They're nailing it. And then... And then they're not nailing and it. And then they're not nailing mm-hmm. it all. Todoroki, realizing that Gang Orca can blast away his ice, decides he will use his fire. So he shoots a fire blast at him. Uh, Yorashi does the same thing with his wind attack and they just completely throw each other off. The, the, the wind ends up like splitting and the fire and everything. It just, they just fly right around gang orc and don't even hit him. Yeah. The heat is like making the air rise. Yeah. It makes it do. rise. So yeah. And then the wind is also blowing his shots off track. So they're just completely missing science. And they're just sitting there like, uh, what the fuck are y'all doing? And mean, and then freaking Todoroki and uh, Yorashi just start arguing with each other like you did that on purpose no you ruined my shot this is how I talk but um yeah uh, while this is happening Todoroki gets hit by a cement gun which the henchmen are carrying he's got a big glob on him and it's gonna harden and he won't be able to move it's like one of his his uh, one arm is all like covered in it now his shoulder um so then uh that's where we go to break I believe and then when we come back Oh no, it's it's after this that we go to break, but we get a brief uh a little bit of Yorashi's backstory. And I just wrote down don't meet your heroes. <laughs> Cuz Todoroki uh not Todoroki, Yorashi, uh Windboy in Bison, as a kid, 
he he loved him some heroes. He was a big fan of Endeavor, Endeavor apparently, and we see Endeavor apprehending some guys, and there's a big crowd, and there he is, little Yorashi with his little autograph book and his pencil, and he wants to get an autograph, and Endeavor just slaps it away, literally knocks it out of his hand, and says you're in the way, and just keeps walking. Like, dude, what a dick. Um, yeah. So, and he he talks about how a hero uh, is supposed to be you know, uh, caring and charismatic and, 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 you know, smiling. That's how that's, you know, inspiring people and whatnot. Uh, but this guy, all he saw was anger in his eyes, anger for everything, the whole world. Then at the UA entrance exam, Todoroki gave him the same treatment. Uh, he runs up on him and says, uh, he says something like he's trying to talk to him and Todoroki just tells him you're in the way and keeps walking like, Whoa, what a dink. Uh, he was being a, he was being a total dink. He was a straight up dink, dude. Todoroki tries to shake it off. Uh, he he talks about how no, I need to focus, uh, and and like try to shake off this this anger, these feelings for his father because that's what's doing. Uh, that's what he feels like is doing this now. Um, but he he still has this intense hatred and he can't. He just can't do it. Yodorashi and Todoroki try to attack again. Again, their attacks bounce off of each other. And as this happened, a streak of flame flies towards Shindo, and he's about to be incinerated, but shoop, just in the nick of time, Deku scoops him up and jumps away, and he turns around as he's flying through the air and says, what are you two doing? Like, get it together, jackasses. Uh, so that's where we go to break. Now when we come back, we get, like, uh, the full Yorashi backstory. Uh, as a child, kid was fearless. He's running around picking up bugs and shit. He's a real, real little, you know, little fucker. Uh, he also knew, as soon as he found out what a hero was, that that's what he wanted to be. It required real passion. And he, but then he, when he met Endeavor, he couldn't, he couldn't understand him. He's the only one that he couldn't, uh, he couldn't get with, that he, that he just didn't understand why he works or how he works the way he does. He says, uh couldn't understand Endeavor with eyes that hated everything. Then at the UA, UA exam, the final bit of it was a three, kilo, a three kilometer uh, race, but it was through an obstacle course. And he and Todoroki at the end of it are neck and neck at the finish. Uh, he's like, way, he's actually ahead, but then he sees shoom, Todoroki flying past him on like a column of ice. And he wants to, he wants to get up there. He wants to be the best. So he like pushes himself and he says, he says something like he that Todoroki had those same angry eyes, but he thinks to himself, hey, you know, if we both get accepted, then maybe we'll be in the class and maybe we can both become friends. And he shoom, shoots up, wins by a hair. And Yorashi, when it's done uh, in his typical fashion, being very loud and, you know, maybe a little obnoxious, uh, says, oh, I won. I can't believe it. But you were amazing, though. You must be Endeavor's son. Am I right? Like he's trying to make friends. Mm hmm. He doesn't know that you don't become friends with this kid by bringing up his dad. Yeah. Uh, and Todoroki just blows him off uh, and tell, tells him to stop uh, stop talking. He says, I just came here to pass some stupid test. I don't care if I beat you or not. And then he, he just walks away from him. And then back in the present at the test, Todoroki finally remembers this guy. He says... Uh, how could I forget him? He was so loud and obnoxious, but he did. He wasn't really looking at him back then. He was only focused back then on rejecting his father. And now that he's after the, you know, the whole tournament thing previous season, he's kind of gotten a little bit over that. And he's like, you know, changed a little, but 
he is apparently still hasn't fully left him because he's still kind of a dink. Um, but yeah, Orca attacks again. Sonic blasts Yoroshi out of the sky. He plummets. Then he hits Todoroki. Both of them are laying there paralyzed. And both of them realize, oh man, I fucked up so bad. <laughs> they say, uh, how did I become everything I hated? I have to fix this. Because it really is both of them. Both of them fucked up. Both of them mm-hmm. became the thing they hated. Uh, Todoroki, despite his best efforts ended up being the same jackass that his father was, at least to this guy. And this guy wanted to be so, you know, good and, and, and like care for people. But he realizes now that he looked at, you know, he, 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 where he never looked at anything and hated it. He does hate, uh, Endeavor and his son Todoroki. And it's, it's pretty rough, pretty rough stuff. And both of them just laying there, like, you know, passed out on the ground. Uh, Shindo, uh, is back up. He hits the cannon fodder again with his freaking, uh, you know, uh, earthquake attack. Todoroki and Yorashi, as they're laying there, uh, and Gang Orca's about to go off, he's right in between the two of them. Uh, and they both bet on each other, realizing that they've made their mistakes, they need to make up for it, and they're gonna... They, they both just bet on the other, being able to help out and thinking the same thing. And their their bet absolutely pays off. Um, Gang Orca ends up in this fiery vortex as uh, Yorashi shoots a wind around him and uh, uh, it picks up and uh, adds to uh, Todoroki's flame that he's shooting off of him. Both, again, as they're just laying there motionless because they're completely paralyzed. Uh, Orca sees their plan and it's drying him out and it's working, but he says it's actually brilliant, but it doesn't make up for before. But it is a good start. Uh... The henchmen try to stop Todoroki, but as he's laying there, he fires up an ice uh, ice wall to guard himself, and he they make a they always make a point that he can't use both at once. But he's been working on switching between the two. He has to get faster. He says to himself that uh, well, since he can't move, the speed doesn't matter. He can just do it apparently, which doesn't completely make sense to me. But whatever, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deku and Ojiro tell boy they cut through some of the henchmen. Mira sees that all of Huck is nearly rescued. The test is about to end. Uh, and he actually says to himself, I'll finally be able to sleep soon. And I'm like, dude, I get it. I have also been overworked. These last few episodes we talked about really got to me, bro. Uh, more one, uh, more of Class 1A students show up to stop the villains, including Asui, who uses a new camouflage technique. Hey. Yes, blend it in, dude. I didn't. I didn't point it out before, but in one of the uh, one of the episodes before this, when she when they were working on their super move, she says, "I've been working on a technique to make me even more frog like than before." And I'm like, "How? How are you gonna be more of a frog? Y'all already got the jumps and the goofy legs and the and the tongue. Apparently, camouflage." <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm assuming there probably are some frogs that can use like adaptive camouflage. Maybe, man. I don't know. I, I don't feel, know I feel like any, they're though. playing Hellfire with what a frog is, but I'm fine with it. It's cool. I still love her. Um, Mora from Shinketsu also arrives and just riggedy wrecks these dudes. So his whole deal, we actually saw it before uh, in a, pre- uh, a little bit earlier, but I, I, I didn't write it down. His whole deal is that he can grow the hair on his body as long as he needs to, like crazy length, and control it at will. So he's just literally just whipping it around and beating the shit out of all these bad guys. It's really fucking cool. Um, inside of that tornado, Orca blows it away with a sonic blast after pouring a bottle of water over his head because it's drying him out. 
And as he moves forward, he's about to uh, attack these kids and like finish him off. Midoriya swoops in out of nowhere with the uh, shoot style kick, which uh, he blocks with his arm, but it shatters. It like starts cracking away the uh, the this armor that uh, Gang Orca has on his arm. And it's looking like this is going to be the the showdown. This is going to be it. This is going to be serious. But then horn sounds, tests over. The uh, last few people from Huck end up getting saved by uh, Kaminari and Kirishima. And they're like, whoa, really? Um, at, at the test is over. Uh, Gang Orca's henchmen are like, oh, I guess we donked up, huh? And Orca says, I don't know, man. Um, I thought we did pretty good, but... That last, uh, that fire tornado attack was inspired. And then the way Midoriya jumped in, uh, we might have lost if it went on too much longer. Uh, everyone gathers up. Mir explains how the points actually worked, uh, how everyone started at 100. If you drop below 50, that was it. There was also, he points out, no way to earn points. The only way you lost was by fucking up. So if you even if you fuck, if you fucked up real bad, even if you did perfect after that, doesn't matter, baby. You lost them points. You're out. And then he uh, turns on a big old screen, which displays the 89 names of people that passed. Deku, as he's uh, Midori, as he's down there on the floor, searches for his name. And he's like, where is it? Where is it? Uh, credits. Yep. Nice little cliffhanger. And we're on to episode 60. Episode 60. Talk about your quirk. A talk about your quirk. Yeah, a talk about your quirk. This is a good one. Um, so, here's the big breakdown. Midoriya passes. Yep. As do Mineta. I couldn't handle that cliffhanger. I, I immediately looked. Yeah. Uh, Mineta, Jiro, Ida, Shoji, Uraraka, Sero, Tokayami, Ojiro, Aoyama, Sato... Uh, Oshido, Koda, Yayorozu, Asui, Hagakure, Kaminari, and Kirishima. Everyone except in the Class 1A except for Bakugo and Todoroki. Bummer. Notably, Yorashi is also left out. Uh, and upon seeing this, they uh, everybody's like, whoa. And uh, Yorashi actually apologizes to Todoroki. And Todoroki, uh, like, slamming his head into the ground again with his big goofy bow that, like, ends up with the top of his head in the dirt. Todoroki admits that, well, he got them off to a bad start and he has a lot to consider. So, yeah, they're really, they're kind of like, you know, trying to apologize and make it right and whatnot. Uh, which is nice, but the other students are looking on like, I can't believe our top student didn't pass. Q Mineta. Those entitled people at the top think so highly of themselves, He's stirring don't they? the pot, dude. Looks like our class hierarchy is collapsing. <laughs> God damn it, I hate this kid. He's great, he really, dude. He really thinks he's hot shit that he won and Todoroki didn't. Like, yeah, obviously, I'm, I'm on top now, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I fucking hate him. Uh, I love him. He's great. <laughs> sheets are passed out showing uh, everybody's scores and exactly, uh, you know, where they need to improve and whatnot. Uh, a bunch of people compare scores. The only one I wrote down was Momo because of the ones we hear, she got the highest score, 94 goddamn points. My girl was damn near perfect. Mm-hmm. That's an A, baby. That's a solid A. Uh, 
There was, and they also talk about again how there was no way to gain points, only lose them. And at that being the case, Deku wonders why those who dropped below 50 were allowed to even continue. Why didn't they just pull them out if they, there was no chance of them passing? Mira goes on to explain to, that those who pass may now act basically as pro heroes, but only in emergency situations. They can rescue people, they can fight villains, but only in emergencies. Mm -hmm. They are not full on pro heroes. Those who failed will be given a chance to earn their provisional licenses as well over a three-month cor course and then solo test. Uh, to which, of course, Todoroki's like, uh, kind of looks on, and then it does this great thing where uh, it, it shows Todoroki, like, just zoom in on his face as he's watching uh, Mira say this. And Mira says, of course, uh, you could also just wait until next April and uh, take the test again. To which Bakugo pops up on one side and says, like hell. And then Yorashi pops up on the other side and with the goofiest face ever just goes, uh, what What does he say? Like bonus classes or something like that. It was yeah, he's really very excited. About it was real goofy. Second chance. Uh Todoroki doesn't say like anything at first and then Mineta comes over and tries to talk him out of taking the uh, course and he says no the, the hierarchy is collapsing <laughs> uh, but of course he uh, everybody says uh, no no uh, he he, you know uh, I think Ida shuts Mineta up again and then uh, everybody's uh, he's like yeah I'm definitely going to go for it and they're like we'll cheer you on he's like thanks guys and he's like great Todoroki you still fucked up real bad that's why you didn't pass but whatever don't fuck up again um Outside, once they're all done and uh, packing up and getting ready to leave, Deku is holding his license and crying. And then he snaps out of it. Uh, and he's like, I got to show mom and all might. And he like takes a picture and is shooting Send it off. Picks. It's really nice. Uh, as they're leaving, Joke, uh, Miss Joke talks to Aizawa saying, uh, hey, maybe we should, uh, get, uh, since our so many of our classes passed, we should uh, get together and do some joint training. And he's like, yeah, that, that sounds good. So like, hell yeah, we're going to get some more uh, bonus action with fucking Earthquake Boy and Telescope Girl. That'll be some shit. Uh, Yorashi runs over, smile on his face the whole time he says this, but he uh, he runs over to tell Todoroki, hey, just so you know, nothing's changed. I still don't like you. Like, okay. <laughs> I guess nice of him. Uh, but then, as uh, everyone's leaving, uh, particularly Shinketsu School is leaving, Deku runs over to Mora and says, Hey, I want to know about that special training you guys uh, took to conceal yourself. And Mora says, I have no idea what you're talking about. He's like, What? Well, that girl in the in the cat suit did it, in the bodysuit. And he says, Oh, you mean Kami? Uh, well, I mean, uh, she's already left. And he goes on to say that she apparently felt ill and left already. Also says that uh, she's been acting strange lately, like yeah. she's not herself. Now I definitely know that spoiler you saw that time. You do know the spoiler yeah. I saw that one time. Uh, we see Kami walking down an alleyway, still wearing her uniform and her hat. Mm -hmm. And then we see these gray globs start to fall off of her, like, you know, she her face is melting away to, because, you know, we saw her do that before. She can take on the forms of other people. And then she takes a call as it melts away, and it's Toga. Yep. It's Discount Harley Quinn. Yeah, this is a good one. Compress and Shigaraki are waiting for her. She says that, oh, yes, the mission was a complete success. I even managed to get some of uh, Midoriya's yummy blood, she says. Uh, mm. Yeah. Cause, and it, it's revealed that her quirk is that she can, in fact, 
turn herself into a copy and of whoever she wants. She can look just like him if she ingests their blood. Presumably, the amount of blood would have something to do with that or whatever, but it makes sense. She apparently managed to knock out this Kami person somewhere and get a bunch of her blood, so she was impersonating her. We know for sure she got Uraraka's blood during the big uh, thing, and I did make sure to mention it before in our other episode when when Kami is uh, going at Deku. She swipes at him and did scratch him and got a little bit of blood under her mm-hmm. fingernail or something, apparently. So terrifying yep all right uh we go on with the next scene is actually taking place a few hours earlier all might is at tartarus prison visiting all for one uh all for one is sitting restrained with a life support system ceiling mounted cameras and guns are watching him his mental waves are scanned for even a thought of using his quirk and on the other side of about a foot of plexiglass sits all might uh, and they have a little conversation there uh, about this and that. Notably, uh, I wrote down this one. All Might tells him, you'll never go free. And One for All says, uh, well, I'll let you believe that. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good line. Uh, All Might wants to know where Shigaraki is. All for One doesn't know. I actually just wrote it down AFO in here, which was funny to me because it looked like AFI. I hate that band. Anyway. You hate AFI? I don't hate them. I love AFI, man. They're okay. I freaking love them. I mean, they're not the worst of those type of bands. I don't know. Uh, particularly, the only which, thing I which know... Which song do you know, by the way? Okay, that's the thing. That's what I was is about to say. Is it Miss Murder? That's, the, that's what I was about to say. Is the, only, the only stuff I heard from was from that album, and I didn't care for it. There are some good songs on that album. Miss like, Murder is not one Are you one telling me them. their older stuff is better? Uh, Yeah. Well, they have a... They have at least another album after that that's good, too. Okay. I'm still not going to look but them up. But the either. album directly de- before that is very good. Okay. May- maybe I'll check that one out. I probably Cold, Leaving Song Bar 2. I just don't care. Your anyway. sins into me. Oh, All my right. beautiful one now. This is this can't. Nailed it. This can't keep happening. Davey Havoc right here. One All time right, I met Davey Havoc. That's cool, man. Anyway, uh... All for one doesn't know where Shigaraki is. He says, uh, unlike, what does he say? I didn't write it down. Unlike yours, my little bird flew the nest and uh, he makes his own decisions or something like mm-hmm. that, uh, which is a pretty great line. Uh, Ain't working out for him yet. <laughs> not, not quite. Uh, but then All Might says, well, what were you hoping to achieve here uh, with this? And uh, All for one tells him, well, he he says uh he goes into like a long monologue here but he talks for a bit about how while you wanted to be the hero of justice i wanted to be an all-powerful devil uh he goes into all this he talks about how you know he had this power and the means to achieve his goal so you know what i mean i could have just sat around and you know just thought about it lived in my own little fantasy world but no i wanted to make a change and do my thing which is Okay, fine. Uh, All for One asks All Might uh, how things are on the outside, but uh, the security that's watching over say they don't want him to know anything. Uh, Don't tell him anything, All Might. And he's like, you heard the man. And then he says, well, I can probably guess. He says, uh, right now, right about now, the media is probably worried about uh, hero society with uh, since you're not around and the, you know, uh, the second uh, second hero becoming the first probably isn't. it isn't going to be as good. Uh, villains, meanwhile, those who lurk in the shadow uh, are see- seeing a chance to take over. Shigaraki is probably going to lay low and strike later, but 
you know what really, really makes him so happy, what really makes me so happy that all this is happening, is that it all happened because you concealed your waning strength, that this is all really your fault. And All Might gets pissed and like stands up at that, and he doesn't say anything back, but uh, All For One says, I can see it written on your face, which I thought was funny, because boy, you don't have eyes. <laughs> like the skin just goes over. Yep. He ain't got no eyes. Just like little fleshy patches. You ain't got no eyes, Lieutenant Dan. Um, (laughs) I thought that was pretty great. But uh, All Might says, uh, I I know what your plan was. You want Shigaraki to kill me. Well, I'm not going to die anytime soon. And he also says, I will smash your plans and you will watch helpless from a cell for the rest of your days. To which All uh, All For One, as he's leaving, says, rest of my days, huh? Fuck does that mean? Yeah. The fuck you think it means? <laughs> I don't want to talk about what it means. I don't know, man. I'm scared. It's scary. He's so scary. Uh, All Might gets Midori's message as he's driving away uh, with his cop buddy. That cop you don't trust. Yep. The Popo. Don't trust him. Not even a little. Uh, then we see Midori and the rest of the kids back at the dorms. Bakugo tells Midoriya to meet him outside later. And later, while everyone's asleep, he does just that, and Bakugo leads him to Ground Beta, the uh, you know training uh, city and whatnot. And he sa- and he starts questioning him: How could you get so strong so fast? No quirk to so powerful. You passed the exam while I've, I failed. And uh, he eyes him over and he says, uh, he puts it all together. He goes into detail saying, you know, All Might and that other guy knew about each other beforehand. And that Mm -hmm. guy has the power to switch quirks around. And he tells him, you got your quirk from All Might, didn't you? And he goes into all this detail. And finally, Midoriya just looks at him and says, so what if it's true? And... This one, I wrote down this one because I really liked this uh, This little monologue he goes on. I don't think I got it exactly right, but he says, We both wanted to be like All Might, but I had the potential. And somehow you were singled out by the person I admired most without me even realizing it. That's why we're here. You and I are settling this right here, right now. And he's challenging to him to a fight. And that's where the episode ends. And boy, oh boy, I can't wait to see that next episode. I already watched it in the sub. Yeah. It was quite good. I can't wait to see that shit in the dub. And, and my guy is rad. crazy, dude. Bakugo is out of his damn mind. Because, ah, I mean, even even so, even like if you were to get in the character, he has to realize that he is arrogant. And frankly, he's a fucking bully. Yeah, bitch. Why would All Might pass his power to somebody like that? Hey man, I haven't seen Bakugo smile. Well, I mean, not now here's once, the thing. Dude. Here's the thing. Hang on, pause. Because he's saying he wanted to be like All Might. He wanted to. He was literally doing the Notice Me Senpai. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be recognized by All Might. Not. He didn't even know that the power could be passed on until now. That's not the point. The point is that he didn't even acknowledge him, but he went to this guy who has nothing. This quirkless nothing zero who can't even be a hero, and he made him one. That's what pisses him off. Anyway, he's an asshole. Dude. He is an asshole. I'm not saying he's not. He's an asshole. Anyway, you want to talk about uh, the special episode? Special we'll, episode. Uh, we'll just breeze through it real quick. It was Save called Save the World with Love. Save the World with Love. All right. 
This one is, in fact, a special episode. It takes place before, uh, in between 78 and 79. Right here. Yes. Uh, All Might and Midoriya intro this special episode. I'm not supposed to be here. What's happening at the at the test and blah de blah? Because this is before 57, uh, in between 57 and 59. Mm-hmm. And All Might's just like, forget about that. And let's have some fun. <laughs> like, it's great. He says, we're going to save the world with love. Credits. Yeah, this is, I think this, well, this thing is probably... This is in between season two and three. Yeah, this takes place between season two and three. Yeah. But he's saying it, it, it. the episode aired between 57 and 58. Midoriya right, okay, right then, okay, he says, you. I'm not supposed to be here. What's going uh, what, We're in the middle of the test and blah, blah, blah. And All Might's like, yes, and I can't wait to see what happens next. But for now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, that's, that's what he's saying. Uh, so, yeah, this is before the training camp. Uh, it's happening between seasons two and three. All Might arrives at school to find Cementos and Midnight watching a special report on a young All Might. And it's literally just scenes from the movie. Uh, we also see David Shield, uh, who, and Cementos is like, what, that David Shield? is like, yeah, man, buddies. Uh, and just like before with mm, All Might's Cementos. phone. His name is Cementos. That's how they say it. They say it Cementos. in this episode, you sack of shit. It's not Cementos. He does not toss cement. Semen. He does not toss semen. He, he tosses toss, cement. He doesn't toss semen. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Oh, cement. So toss. tell me about semen. Uh, semen toss, please, sir. You're Go sack on. of shit, and I hate you. Can I hear about semen toss, please? I hate you, sir. It's not his name. It's not how it's spelled. It's not how it's pronounced. How dare you? Anyway, uh, I just wanted to make a note of this one because just like in a previous episode, uh, where. All Might got a phone call when they were in a meeting and his phone was like, a phone call is here. A phone call is here. He gets an email. An email is here. An email is here. It's like fucking great. It's so good. Uh, But they leave uh, to prepare for this special class uh, that's apparently happening. The email, it zooms in as they're leaving. It says uh, it's from Melissa Shield. Greetings from I Island. Midoriya uh explains in a little monologue uh, a little overview he says that there's a special summer classes for anyone who wanted additional training midoriya bakugo uraraka todoroki ida and asui are all taking place in uh taking part in this particular class uh they are going to uh they are told what's going to happen uh by uh eraser aizawa and also uh the other heroes uh midnight cementos and uh, all might show up and they uh they talk about how they're going to be taking part in it too oh and present mike um so they're going to assess and attempt to defuse a villainous situation to which uh midoriya and uh uraraka are both like we get to play heroes yay uh so they end up at ground beta there's a jewelry store being robbed there's police on the scene which are a bunch of you know, cardboard cutouts of police out front. And there are bystanders inside uh, being held hostage. Uh, they need to figure out what's going on. Todoroki uh, calls the store on his phone to distract the villain or possible villains while Uraraka floats up to look inside through a window. Uh, they find out there's one villain. It's All Might. The rest are all ho- playing hostages. They're tied up in the store. They needed to figure out their next move, but while they're trying to plan and figure out what they're going to do next, do we call again, try to get more information? Do we, you know, what would do we try to move in through the back? What's the plan? Baka goes like, hey, fuck all this shit. He's right there at the window. He's literally standing in front of the door. The villain is, I'm going to go get him. So he jumps in, does his little explodey flying thing, 
and takes out the front of the fucking store and everyone else runs in after him to find the villain lying bloody on the ground with a big knife next to him. Uh, they're like, oh shit, he's dead. Uh, was it Bakugo? No, it wasn't even a big blast. Fuck you. Is basically what he says. Uh, so they're trying to figure out what's going on. Asui tickles uh, All Might's nose and she says, all right. And he kind of like, you know, he giggles a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, well, he's alive, but we're supposed to think he's dead. So did one of the hostages kill him? Uh, Cementos, they, they untie everyone, ungag them, and uh, ask him what's going on. Cementos was an employee, handed over the jewels uh, when, when this guy came in and asked, uh, asked for it because he didn't want any trouble. Midnight came in during the robbery uh, and was just there to buy a few things, but, you know, ended up getting caught up in it. Mike says, yo, 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 I came out, I came in to find a bomb-ass piece of frosting for my hottie GF and was knocked out cold. I really like that. <laughs> he does, in fact, say bomb ass. He does. It's great. Um, he was already inside when all this started going down. The stories, for the most part, match up. So they're like, okay, could there have been a second villain? Maybe they started arguing. The second villain takes out this guy, uh, takes out our first one, and then he escapes. Hostages all say they didn't hear any kind of argument. Ida checks the store. There's no exits. All the windows are sealed. It was one of the hostages. Um, Cementos says that the Cementos? cop, not his name. Cementos says that the cop showed up quickly. Uh, he didn't even, uh, he, but he didn't call him. And so they figure, okay, someone outside then had to call them. Midoriya then puts on his little Conan Edogawa sun, uh, glasses. He doesn't actually, but he may as well have and says, no, midnight, it was you. And everybody's like, uh, She's the only one that entered after the robbery began. She knew the villain already. You cared. You wanted him to change, but you didn't kill him. And that's when they say it was suicide. Ironic. Tragic. They were trying to watch out for each other. She called the cops because she wanted him to try and change his way. She wanted to back him into a corner so he had to change or, you know, something. But then when all this went down, he realized that if he was captured, that they would it would cast a shadow over her life. They cared about each other so much. They just wanted to watch out for each other, even though this was a villainous act. And so he took his own life. Oh, Bakugo is fucking pissed because the it was apparently a big love story. And he's like, come the fuck on. Yeah. Which is what you would do. I feel like that's what you would do in this situation. Well, this was a love story, but it was a murder mystery, so that makes it better. Okay. I remember you being bummed out about, like, what was it, Deadpool because of the love story in that one? Yeah. Okay, but I thought it was done well. You just don't like a love story? What's up? It's not that I don't like a love story. It's it's hard for me to get behind a lot of love stories Mm -hmm. because, especially in movies and stuff, I almost always feel like there's not enough time to develop it. Meh. For me. Um, but you ain't seen The Notebook, bro? Uh, I freaking hate that movie. I've never seen it. <laughs> I don't have an opinion. I freaking hate that movie. I've seen some of that dude's other movies. The The guy who wrote that, Nicholas yeah. Sparks, he's a fucking dink. He's yeah. a fucking giant dink. Here, here's how you make a Nicholas Sparks movie. Uh, we can't be together. No, now we can. Oh, but we can't. Okay, now we are, though. And also... And then somebody dies. <laughs> and it's, somebody always dies, and it's always like uh, two very pretty white people kissing in the rain. That's how you make a Nicholas Sparks movie. Yeah. Every time. Yep. It sounds anyway. about right. Yeah, movie stuck. But, yeah. <laughs> no love stories. Deadpool, you said you brought up Deadpool. Now I'm going to explain okay. myself. Okay, tell me about it. Deadpool, I just felt like 
It was unnecessary? It, yeah, it was totally unnecessary. I they don't finally know. got the green light to make a rated R Marvel movie. Deadpool is over the top. He hacks people up. I thought that was I, made I felt it fun. like there wasn't enough violence in the movie. I don't know, man. That fool straight up. Not to, not to like make it sound like I'm hyper like all about violence and stuff, but I thought the movie You watch was, a lot of horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> I thought overall Deadpool was pretty tame though. Eh, I still haven't seen part 2. I thought Have it you? was tame. You no, I tame? haven't seen it yet. Dude, I I like uh, rent that we got a movie night. Okay. Cool. Sound good. But yeah, I I thought I thought the love story was pretty good in there. Yeah. Particularly like the way they use that to do so much of the humor, like when he's about to propose to her and he's got a fucking uh, uh what was it a, a ring pop up his butt. Yeah. That was fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Anyway, it just took too much time. I think. Yeah. Well, okay. But uh, anyway, they figured it all out. Eraser uh continues uh, uh c- confirms rather Midoriya's thinking says that uh yes that was a, you figured it out exactly that's exactly the scenario we had planned great job blah blah it was really good but you failed and they're like what well you forgot something and they turn <laughs> all around <mine's> gone. <laughs> all might is gone the villain wasn't dead uh Asui's no, uh, nose tickle was not a mistake on his part but a clue now Baka goes extra pissed and the my favorite part of this is when they realize he's gone he yeah, it cuts to all might running away he's like hey, I am here running away from the scene of the crime like it's fucking great <laughs> it's, yeah it's so it's good so he's just good, chopping dude. oh man I really love that shit but yeah the uh that's how that one goes um, and then back at the office, All Might reads that email. It's an invitation to iExpo from Melissa Shield. Uh, she talks about how uh, there's, you know, the big thing going down, this big uh, 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 expo and whatnot. And you were, uh, she calls him Uncle Might. You were such good friends with Papa. Uh, he'll be so surprised when he sees you. I haven't even told him you should show up and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, and he's like, oh, neat. And then the next thing you see is All Might running with a suitcase. I am here, ready to ambush young Midoriya as he gets off from school. And he does. <laughs> he does ambush him. <laughs> I love him, man. I, I love, love him. It's very good. He does ambush him. He's like, have you heard of I Island? And he's like, yeah, I have. And he gives him all these details. And All Might's like overwhelmed by it. But then he's like, well, listen, do you want to go? And he's like, hell yeah. And he's like, okay, well, pack your shit. We're leaving right now. He's like, what? There you go. Cue in the movie that we watched this week. And then cue the movie. Yeah, we went and saw the movie this week. You want to talk about it? Yeah, let's talk about let's it, Let's talk dude. about it. We went and saw, uh, subtitled, of course, uh, although apparently the next night there was a dubbed version. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think maybe the movie theater I wasn't was too worried crazy. about because I yeah. will say that the... the oh, I thought it was very well done. The, yeah, way. the sub for, for MHA is very good. Oh, yeah. Most... This isn't the '90s anymore, so most of it is very, very. Oh yeah, good. yeah, they fucking nail it. But and, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. We went there to the movie theater. It was Good Buddies meetup. We already talked about that. Super fun. Uh, some people there, particularly a couple friends of mine who came, had never even seen the show, but yeah. they, I talked to them after, and they were like, "No, it was really fun." Didn't, didn't Joe? Didn't he watch like uh, Joe? Fucking Joe tried to binge the first two seasons to get ready for it how far did he get he said he had like maybe six or seven episodes left of two and that is i talked to him monday about it so then he got off work and keep in mind this is a person who works morning shifts sleeps you know uh goes to bed pretty early and also has like all these online internet classes and shit for programming all this other stuff he's doing these college courses so in between all that he managed to get almost completely through two seasons in two days so good on you bud 
take a fucking nap. Yeah. I didn't tell you to do all but that I shit. You, I hope you enjoyed it, dude. Oh, I think he, to he be, definitely did. We talked about fair, it. To be fair, that show, like, once it starts flowing, from, yeah. from even the very beginning. Oh, yeah. It once it starts flowing, rocks. dude, those episodes just fly by. Yeah, dude. You lose track real quick. Yeah, the show freaking rocks. But, yeah, the movie was really fun. Uh, we don't want to go into too much detail because it's, yeah. it's, re- it's very new. But let's talk about some favorite parts here. Okay. Go. I know you want to talk about your Let's boy. talk about my boy Mineta. God damn it. Let's talk about Mineta, man. Saving the day. He did more work than almost anybody else in the whole damn movie. Fuck you. He did, dude. That's bullshit. There were at least three scenes where Mineta was doing work. He was terrified and didn't want to do this thing. And they they talk him into doing it. I think it's Kaminari who talks him into doing it because he's like, do it for the harem, man. And he's like... They, like, they said if he if he uh, if he were to do these tasks and go along with everybody, his chances of having a harem increase. Stupid. So the whole time through the movie, he's doing work, and he's in, like in the hopes for the of harem, a, do it for the harem. Yeah, do he's for got the his sticky balls. He's like climbing up this vent because he's the only one that can fit in there. Stupid. He's like, do it for the harem, do it for the harem, do it for the harem. All Might says shit. It's twice, great, yeah, two times. All my says, he says shit, and I really want to see the dub to see if he actually says shit. Yeah, me too. I am so, I'm so curious. Hey, but. I'm putting it on you right now, guys. Everybody at the studio, let All Might say fuck. All right, yeah, go on. <laughs> what did? What was your favorite side superhero in the movie? Oh gosh, like just a cool moment they had. Yeah, or? a cool moment or or a new character that you saw. Uh, there was one dude who has no lines and you don't see doing anything, but he looked exactly like fucking, uh, uh, Jose Chung. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Which I can't remember the actor, the guy's name. Was it, uh, shit. Who is it? He's like a movie reviewer guy. Gene Shalit. He looked like Gene fucking Shalit. <laughs> he looked like goddamn Gene Shalit. But, uh, this fucking dude, he had no lines, but I really enjoyed the way he looked uh with his goofy mustache and crazy hair uh i really did like um the the villain in this one was pretty cool oh yeah he was cool he's basically magneto but he was really cool Mm -hmm. um and then i was kind of i will say i was kind of bummed that because i know it would be impossible because there's so many people in the class for them to all get a good scene but like some of the kids just straight up were regulated to not even in it. Yeah, Brandon Brandon was a little sour because my boy Mineta was up in there. Stop. And people missed out. Would Stop. you have Mineta removed from the movie? I, I'm not saying I'd have him removed. He makes, he's good. He's he good. was great, dude. He, he's, he's good. The he's best good parts. comic relief. It's fine. He's just a dink, a giant dink, and I, I hate him. But can I we talk a second? Can we talk a second about my boy Godzilla? Godzilla? <laughs> there was a dude named Godzilla. He was a giant Godzilla, dude, in a red jacket. So fucking or it was, cool. It was a cape. I don't remember what he was wearing, but he's so wearing goddamn. something. He's like there for this long in yeah. like the first he's like ten the minutes. Like the kaiju hero or but something. But he's a straight up Godzilla. His yeah. name is Godzilla. Well, MHA is done by Toho, and Toho are Why the, the ones who not? does Godzilla. So it makes why the hell not makes sense. Another 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 notable character in there. You see, you've got it all pulled up, so you're looking at the shit. Um. Oh, dude, how could I forget about Godzilla? And this one I couldn't forget because. This something like this just happened recently. We were live streaming that SNK game, uh-huh. okay, and they made my uh, in the the cow oh, yeah. outfit. There's straight up a hero in here called Cowgirl. Yeah, what is what is the deal with 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 cows? Yeah, well, no, it's like uh like things coming from Japan. Yeah, and cows. females being cows. So there's two. I have two things to say about this. One, um, one thing I've seen a lot is like, uh, 
is is you'll see people usually uh female characters uh particularly when they have big old boobies uh that are either dressed as or compared to a cow because milk haha uh the other thing and i can't i don't i have no idea if this is true or not here's a dumb anecdote that i it's like the only thing i remember from watching any like late night talk show in the 90s or early 2000s i guess but i remember it was uh what's that what's that quentin tarantino was mm-hmm. on one of these talk shows and he's talking about being in Japan and how over there they don't say that's cool or that's neat or whatever. They say, as he described it, and I remember it vividly, he says they go Miu Bay or something like that. It was like some weird word. And finally he asked like, hey, what does that mean? And they said it translates to cow vagina. And he says, why? And they go, because it's so big. Now, I can't imagine that has anything to do with anything, but it's the only thing, other thing I know about Japan and cows, and it's fucking it's, ridiculous. I don't know. I've never noticed it before <laughs> until recently, and that was two instances almost back and ba- back to back, where I was like, why are these girls cows? Because it's fun. Why not? I guess so. I, I mean, You I don't like cows? Cows are cute. Cows are, cows are great. It's also, it feels like a, a reference that's making fun of them for their breast size, and also, when you call somebody a cow, generally you're calling them overweight. So, but bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I'm not a cat. Yeah. I don't say meow. I got nothing, dude. I just it it just it just strikes me oddly. I guess. Got but milk yeah, cow? so there was got cow beef. lady. Um, <laughs> let's let's talk a little bit about. I sent you that Doja Cat video, and you were not as into it. No, it's fucking great. You can get right. on the train, bro. That shit's amazing. Um, Somebody back me up on this. There were some good scenes. Uh, Melissa, the one who sent the letter, there were some great scenes with her. Oh she my was god! A really yes, good I think maybe my maybe my favorite okay. part of the whole stupid thing was there's a bit where she and this is minor spoilers, I guess. Uh, she is showing Midoriya around, and they're like, he's freaking out over all these cool like uh, yeah. this cool stuff in this yeah, room, and they're like right next to each other, like wow, 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 and he doesn't know anyone else is there, and then from behind him, and this is the first time we see somebody from yes, UA. From behind him, you just hear Uraraka say, "Wow, you seem like you're having fun." Yeah, you look like you're having fun, and he's like, "What?" And like, because he was so excited a second ago, and now he's like, "She's like, oh, oh, what's what's going on? You seem like you're having fun." And then Momo's like, "Yeah, you seem like you're having fun." And then Gr's like, "Yeah, you seem like you're having fun." It was really. Then there's some conversation. It was really great. And then it flashes back over to Uraka, and she repeats it again. Having after after fun. some more having... Yeah, it was... Oh, my God, that scene was It was, was really amazing. funny. Like, she was so... Aw. Aw, my sweet baby girl. And then we get to the boss fight for the movie. We won't spoil much, but... It's pretty sick. I, I, want, to, I want to emphasize how awesome that fight scene was. It was badass. It was very It was badass. animated super well. Mm-hmm. Um... The it just flowed so fast. It, there was almost no downtime, from like the I, I would say the movie ends to twenty minutes back. There's almost no downtime in the movie. It oh yeah, just man! Pow pow pow! It was pow, really pow, really pow. good. It, it was is really, really it is good. amazing. I cannot recommend that movie enough. I it was a lot wait of fun. Yeah, to own that damn movie. Yeah, it's probably like a yeah. Amazon download for mm-hmm. me. But yeah, I really I, I hope really they put it on Verve too. Some you know, That'd plenty cool. of people need to see that damn movie. It's good. That'd be dude. cool. It's good. So, you good buddies, if y'all saw that movie, let us know what you thought. Let us know your favorite part of it. Yeah, man. It was a lot of fun. I liked it a lot. Also, the fact that uh, 
a few of the girls are like stuck in their room, like not doing anything. They yeah. can't even get out. And Hagakure, Invisible Girls, are like, "You guys want to play Uno while we yeah. wait?" And I'm that like, "Product placement, dude." Speaking of, uh, okay, I I gotta. There's one that you're gonna catch in like two more episodes. That's like, whoa, product placement. <laughs> we'll get to that. Okay. But yeah, we'll we'll talk about that later, obviously. But you'll know it when you see it. Sure. And I'm just like, this guy's such a fucking hipster. Anyway, you'll see. All right. Well, <laughs> let's uh let's go ahead and let's get you out of here, buddy. You might you might be playing some of that magic tonight. Yeah, man, it's pre-release. I'm trying to get. Yeah, to. it's we still got a little bit of time to get you out of here. We don't got yeah, any man, questions. We're good right now. We got no questions. So, yeah, man. Let's let's Aww. throw out them plugs. Let's well, say, let's hit the plugs well, first. Let's tell them what we're doing next week. Next week we are going to do. So here's the here thing. we go. The plan I actually was... have a solution. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, next week we're gonna do fully coolly progress alternative, not mm-hmm. progressive. Yeah, don't fuck up. Fully coolly alternative episodes one and two. Ah, so you want to do yes, two, we'll do two, 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 two. We'll have some shorter episodes of it, but uh, initially we're gonna do three. We're that would have to do us three and three. Yeah, but then like the thing is our our timing with it. We're gonna do four's about to come out, so that'll be this episode. Then the next one comes out. We'll only have the next two. We'll end up missing the last episode and have to do another thing. Yeah, so, so we're gonna we'll, do two, we'll, two, we'll two. Have, we'll have a batch of lighter episodes and. Yeah. Um, we'll have maybe we'll get some good buddies to send us in some good questions. Yeah, man. I, I admittedly did not put the feelers out for questions today. Ah, um, I have been working on a some graphics for the channel, and it slipped my mind. I also had to take care of some stuff, but oh, baby let's get boy. them plugs out, buddy, and let's get you into a pre-release to play some magic together. Well, let's talk about it. If any of you nerds want to send us uh, any of my beautiful good buddies want to send us some questions beautiful and whatnot, you do have, of course, the good buddies at Gmail. Uh, sorry, the good buddies anime pod at mm-hmm. gmail.com. Uh, we do also have the good buddies Facebook. That is the good buddies universe. You can check us out there. Hit us up. Hang out. Uh, get in on the discussion. It's always a good time. We do have the Twitter account TGB underscore anime pod uh and uh, there is even uh the tumblr uh thegoodbuddies.tumblr.com yes they all have different names yes you would be fine uh also keep in mind that you may be listening uh you you can of course listen to this anywhere fine podcasts are sold even though we don't sell them that's your stitcher your podcast addict is what i use you got your pod beans you got mm-hmm. itunes pretty much anywhere yeah. except spotify because you know they ain't they ain't cool enough for us that's why it is they just you know kind of hard to get on to all right but we'll we'll get there. We're gonna get there one you day. You don't. You see, Roger here doesn't want to badmouth Spotify just in case we do get on there later. I'm saying it now. Spotify can eat this dick. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's continue. You also may be listening to this or watching, I guess, on the YouTube channel. That's Rapid Kick Media, where it goes up uh, on Sundays. But remember, uh, the episodes actually get uploaded onto all the podcast stuff on Saturdays, so you can watch it there a day early, uh, as soon as it comes out. Uh, beyond that. I think that's it for media, right? Yep, I, I always want to make sure I'm not forgetting anything. I think you got it, bud. Okay. Beyond that, we do, of course, want to give a shout out to our good buddies, Married with Sea Monsters, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the Mary Janes, for the use of our opening theme song, Paper Doll. They are on Spotify, but that song, as well as many of their other cool uh, tracks, are only available on marriedwithseamonsters.bandcamp.com. Check them out. Get in on it. It's so, so good. Uh, do you also want to give a shout out to our good buddy, Petty Theft? Took you a second. That is how you spell it. Two P's at the beginning, two T's at the end. Petty theft. That's on uh, SoundCloud and on Twitter. Petty theft. 
for our closing theme song, which we are still currently calling Sweet Anime Dreams. But, you know, if you got a suggestion for that, something's better than that, by all means, hit us up. We'll switch it out every now and then. But uh, I think that's about it for us. Who's taking us out, big boy? Um, I'll take us out if you want me to. Take us out, big boy. So from all of us here at the Good Buddies Universe, I am your good buddy, Brandon. And I am your good buddy, Roger. You look like you're having a good time. <laughs> <laughs>